Feeling stir crazy? <laughs> Me too. This might help. Welcome to Finding Identity Outdoors. I'm your host, Reagan Fitman. This podcast is meant for you to get outside, so grab a pair of headphones and take a walk. In today's topic, we'll be talking about coronavirus and how it's affecting your recreation. And what activities can you do to remain sane? The coronavirus, it's affecting everyone. Large events have been canceled, conferences, sporting events. I mean, March Madness is gone. Seniors, graduation, schools have been closed. Many of them are either transforming to online or they don't know what's going to happen. Public spaces, businesses, restaurants, bars, and places of leisure. These places of leisure, how do they affect you being closed? I mean, I know for me, I'm a recreational junkie, and yes, I can go on a walk, and yes, I can go fishing, but I live in Kansas, and now that there's a state of emergency, I can't drive the three miles to Hillsdale to go fishing anymore. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to sit around and be on my phone all day and watch TikToks? It's Corona time! (laughs) Some of you may not get that, but for the people who do, I hope you got a laugh. Now, back into this topic. As I was researching this topic and how the coronavirus really is affecting our recreational ability, I wasn't finding much. I found articles on how it's impacting our physiological state, how it's affecting our recreation in terms of people closing their doors, but it didn't really say how it was affecting you besides, oh, our parks are closed. You can only use our trails. Make sure you keep six feet apart. As humans, there's so much more to that than just Stay six feet away. Like, I need social interaction. How do I get that? How do I stay involved in my community? How do I feel a sense of community during this time? I've seen stuff on Facebook of people putting bears in their window and calling it a bear hunt for kids on their walk. This is great, but is this happening everywhere? Does everyone have the same opportunity? No, they don't. So what are we going to do as communities to make people feel that sense of community? Uh, I'm going to play some music, and I want you to listen to it and think about how you as an individual can bring a sense of community during this time of anxiety and unknowing because we don't know 
what is going to happen. We suspect, but we don't know. Any suggestions? Because I'm sure we all could use them. Hey again. I caught up with Jill Castle, one of my good friends. She's been working in recreation for a while and we had a discussion about what recreation is going to look like for the next couple of months. Reagan. How are you today? Welcome to uh, Learning Identity Outside. I'm great. How are you doing? I've been good, you know, doing some research on recreation and how they're handling this whole COVID-19. Yeah, it's been uh, interesting in the recreation and outdoor world. Um, we're doing good as far as planning and mitigating it. Um, and maybe the silver lining is having some more time to be outdoors while social distancing. Exactly. Uh, Jill, would you like to give a little bit of a background of who you are and what you do? Sure. I'm Jill Castle. I am an operations supervisor for a regional park system in the Midwest. Um, I've been with this organization for close to 30 years now. Um, and currently oversee operations at a regional park in a suburban area, and then actually two regional parks and a regional trailhead. Awesome. So my first question is, how do you think this is going to affect the public, both mentally and physically? Yeah, I think there are a lot of, I think that's, the big unknown at this point, um, and from a recreation standpoint, and an advocate of the outdoors, <laughs> um, I think we play a key role in this. One of the things that we have been working on in our organization uh, in the last few years has been really defining and um, working on that connection between health and nature and really overall wellness. And for us, that's mental health, uh, physical health, emotional health. And I think this is probably a time more than ever where that's really needed. Um, people being cooped up and at home. Some states are stay-at-home orders. Um, some are still social distancing. But regardless, life as we knew it has changed. So um, in our park system, we're really focusing on it is healthy to get out in nature. It's healthy to go for a walk, to go out on the trail, and you can do both. You can social distance and you can get out in nature. And um, we are very much trying to message that, um, try to try not to gather in groups, of course. Um, there has been a draw from the public in some ways to want, is you know, 
in the Midwest, as our weather changes from winter to spring, um, we're all feeling housebound anyhow and ready to get out, you know. Absolutely. So there has been a desire for a lot of people to get out and their kids on the playgrounds and to gather in the parks. And our message has really been the parks are open, the trails are open. We want people to utilize the outdoors from a health standpoint. Um but to not gather in those groups. So we're keeping play areas closed and things like that. Um, so I, I think we play a critical role. I think everyone needs to be smart about how they go about it. Um, whether you're running, biking, walking your dog, um, there is an opportunity to get out. Um, and whether you do it as a family that's all been quarantined, so to say, together at home, um, or you do it on your own, it's a good opportunity for self-reflection. Absolutely. Thank you, Jill. How are, how are you doing with this, you know, as a recreational individual yourself and me as a recreational individual, I know it's been really hard for me to maintain my ability to not want to be outside and be with people. How are you handling that and staying connected to your community slash your recreation side? Yeah. And that's tough. You know, the last few weeks have been very focused on, the nuts and bolts of the operational side. Um, and our team is, for the most part, working remotely. Um, we started two weeks ago with a rotating schedule to minimize interactions um, among just staff while we were planning for the, what could be a shelter in place or a stay at home order. Um, that's a big shift for us because a lot of what we do, as you know, in recreation um, is collaborate and work together mm -hmm. and absolutely um, so being separate uh is a big impact on us but i was just talking to our team yesterday and a number of us feel we've been doing zoom meetings and we've been um talking just regularly from wherever we're working from um and actually i think from a team standpoint we might come out of this stronger if again i'm trying to look for the silver linings but um you know, we're getting to know each other on a more personal level, um, even though we were a very strong team to begin with. Um, you just have, an, you just stop and think um, and you realize other implications that people might have in their lives and, and how this could personally affect them as well. Um, but we are all longing to get outside, right? So yeah. my daughter's 13 and uh, we are structuring, we're preparing for uh, the distance learning for school when school resumes. And part of that is going to be to at least two times a week, maybe three, maybe more, um, going out to one of the parks and finding a trail that we just go for a walk on. And if we take the dog for a walk, but I think there's a lot to that. You get out, you get hopefully some sunlight. <laughs> if, uh, it's been a little gray where we're at lately, which doesn't <laughs> help either, but, um, hopefully yeah. that's around the corner. But that helps just to get out in the sun. Um, I think it's like anything. If I take, if my daughter and I go for a walk, the walk is one thing. It makes us feel better as we get moving. We feel better connected to nature. We feel better getting out of the house and not being so cooped up. But it also is a tool for us to just have conversations and deeper conversations um, while we're on the walk. And it's interesting what I'm learning about her and she's learning about me during this time. And then when I go by myself, I think of so many people who use this example long before COVID-19, um, 
people, a friend of mine that trains for marathons uh, said that as she runs a marathon, it is a time for her to just be with herself in her mind and reflect on a number of things, organize her mind, vision and think for the future. It is kind of a cleansing of sorts. And for me, that's what it is, whether I'm hiking or, or biking or whatever, it's a time for me to really step away from all the noise and declutter my mind in a sense. It's, it's healthy for me. So we're going to try and do that with the kids. And um, from an organizational standpoint, we're starting more of a social media campaign to encourage people. Yes, you can be outdoors. You can be on the trails. We recommend that, but we really need everyone to follow the social distancing protocol. But there is a tremendous benefit to emotional, mental, physical well-being and being out in nature. 100%. People who are cooped up, it just, I feel cooped up right now. And there's so much walking you can do before you, you know, go stir crazy. <laughs> and I think there's uh, a different connection. Like on a daily basis, we can walk around the block. We can walk through yes. the neighborhood that we live in. But there is something special about getting out in nature and walking on a turf trail or through the woods and you know it's it's you could walk the same trail 10 times and experience it 10 different ways what depending on the time of day depending on the weather depending on the wildlife you see depending on what started the leaves are starting to come out and what's blooming it always seems different and i i personally have always felt this connectivity with nature and it fills me up in a way so yeah awesome so with your not only with the idea of walking do you have any ideas besides walking for the community to stay engaged with each other or enjoy recreational activity with that social distancing are there anything else to do except for just walking because I feel like a lot of people are stuck in I just have to walk or hike a trail they can't go biking or canoeing that sort of thing do you think there's other things that they can do outside of walking or ideas for them to do I do. And yeah, walking is the easiest starting point, right? <laughs> um, yes. But, you know, we have had a number of people as our trails are clearing from the winter season. Um, it's a little early, but uh, in the next couple of weeks, for sure, biking. And we have a robust regional trail system with miles and miles where you can go from park to park or, you, you know, you can have a destination in mind or you can map your route ahead of time um, and you can bike um, we have a lot of people who run who normally were going to the gym you know um, and now they're having to find creative ways to do their workouts um, outside of a fitness center environment um, yeah. I don't know as we get into the spring season and summer I don't know to be honest what it's going to look like for paddling um, if you have your own equipment and you go out, um, it's, and as long as you can distance from others, it seems like a reasonable thing to do and a very therapeutic thing to do. Um, we as an organization are still working through what that might look like and what our role is. How We don't know what two weeks from now will bring. You know, um, We can guess and we have pretty good ideas from the data and planning. But you know, you're hearing multiple fronts on this of is this going to last a couple of weeks is it going to last longer than that you know some are talking months and for us with a short summer season that's very impactful so I think you know we're all switching now from 
developing our operational plans to communicating with the public on just this change to now what is that going to actually look like as we start summer. Our playgrounds and campgrounds are not opening as of yet. We don't know when that will happen. Um, but I do know as an organization, we're starting to think very creatively, what programming can we do virtually where um, we can, we've canceled our programming for the next two weeks and that's on top of two weeks that were already canceled. But what can we do virtually as a knowledge base for, you know, normally we would do maple syruping programs in the spring and we had to cut those short, but that doesn't mean we can't uh, have a podcast or have something online that teaches people what the process is and engage them in some, some way. Um, and the same with our nature centers and wildlife education, there's opportunities for that. I think we're definitely going to be working on our team, at least towards some self-guided hikes that have some information available that you can download ahead of time or follow along on your phone. We're still working through what that looks like, but we're trying to utilize the benefit of technology while also trying to maintain programming and the education piece that comes with it. Yeah, I think it's really important to make sure the kids who go to school engaged in education and seeing how recreational people and areas are going to step up over the next couple of weeks or months or whatever. A lot of unknowns. Yeah, how they're going to step up and how that's going to look. Exactly. And I, I think that's it is it is unknown. And at this point in time, it's not even changing week to week. It's changing day to day, moment to moment. Um, Absolutely. 12 hours from now, everything looks very different than it does right now. So we're making plans, but, you know, we're thinking creatively. Um, I've been thinking about our watercraft rentals. Is there a way to offer those on, on a basis where we have something called the iPaddle program, where you can go online and reserve a kayak or a stand-up paddleboard and it's basically in a locker at some of our remote locations and you get a code online, you pay for it online, you go and you access it with your code and then you take your equipment out for however long you rented it for and you put it back and it's all self-serving. Um, there may be a way, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's a magic fix, but there may be a way to utilize more of that in this situation, if this does go into the summer months where people who don't have the equipment have an opportunity to go out and enjoy paddling and getting out on the water. And maybe there's a way we stagger that. Um, so the times are different for people so we can still maintain social distancing. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing idea and an amazing way to get people outdoors that isn't just walking or hiking. Right. So. I've asked all my questions that I want to know. Do you have anything else to add on the topic of recreation and coronavirus and how it's affecting the world? Yeah, two things that come to mind right away are, um, I, I think, depends on the area that you're in, but um, I feel we have been quarantined, for lack of a better word, for two weeks. We're looking at another two where I'm at. At a minimum, we all know it could or likely is to be extended. Um, 
So I don't know if we've felt the emotional and mental implications quite yet, but I think that's coming if it isn't here for some already. Um, So I think we really do play a critical role in offering space and the outdoors and open space and anything to get outside of the confines of your house. Um, The other piece that really comes to mind is the opportunity we have to really connect technology and nature and they don't have to be separate Mm -hmm. from one another. So I really think as recreation professionals throughout the country look at this, that is going to be critical. And I don't think we'll go back from that. I think we merge that now and we move forward well past COVID-19. But I, I think there's a need for that anyhow. And whether that's photography and posting it, whether it's on social media, and engaging, um, whether it's through podcasts like this, I think there's ideas, (laughs) I think there's ideas out there that can be shared that will be inspiring to many. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I also think like this time will be a time for people to be creative and explore that creative side because they're going to hit that emotional wall of, I need to find a hobby to do and I need to find it now. So that's going to open them to so many more things. Like I've seen, we've been friends for a while and I've seen on your Facebook that you're sewing and cooking and it just looks like you're really finding yourself again outside of work. Boy, that really sums it up. And that's true. Those are things that I didn't have or make time for in probably the last decade that I used to love. And we are kind of reconnecting with our true self in a way. And in some ways, I mean, I in no way want to minimize this because it's a very serious issue worldwide. Um, But if, again, you have to balance what the reality is with trying to make the best of a bad situation. And for me, that's been connecting with my kids. It's been slowing down. It's been reconnecting with hobbies that, I had let go um, and I'm really enjoying now. But again, nature and being outdoors definitely plays a role in that. Um, that's another thing too. I mean, I many days I, I work in recreation and parks and you would think of all people, I'd be the one out there on the trails and utilizing it, but life is busy. I work, I come home, I'm running to my daughter's practice and I'm a coach on the side and um a lot of other things. Life is just very busy and I don't take the time to go for those walks. So I think this is an opportunity to do that. And I guess the biggest takeaway for me is when I do get out, whatever I'm doing, whether you're paddling or you're running or you're biking or walking or whatever it is, it really is cleansing for my mind. And it makes me feel like I hit the reset button and ready to tackle the next you know, whatever comes next. So I think there's a lot of health value in that. Absolutely. I so insightful. Thank you so much, Jill, for your time. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You will definitely be a highlight of this beginning of learning identity outside and maybe we'll have to do another podcast. I would love that. And I really think in the next week or two, we will have shored up some very creative ideas and we'll be putting them into action now that we know what the next at least two to four weeks look like. And I'll probably have a lot more specifics that I can share. Yeah. 
there's just so many unknowns in our world that people have anxiety around that. I know myself, I have anxiety of all the unknowns, but it is what it is and Mm got to live day to day. You do. And sometimes best advice I had once was if day to day is hard, moment to moment. (laughs) Absolutely. Do the next, next best thing. So go for a walk. (laughs) Yes. Go outside. That's the memo of this podcast is right. Go outside. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Jill. Good to catch up with you. Hopefully you stay good in quarantine and keep connecting to your artistic self. I will. I will. Now I'm adding in the outdoors too. (laughs) Awesome. Can't forget about the outdoors. (laughs) Bye, Jill. Bye. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Wow. It was a long conversation and a lot to digest. So let's digest it real quick. Jill had so many points of how the recreational world was stepping up, but we don't see those yet because they don't know what they're going to be. They have ideas, but there's a lot of unknowns that we don't know is going to happen. So as a community, we can start our process with walking and listening to podcasts or start the process with hiking and really connecting with that family member, as Jill said, with her daughter, connecting with her and learning about her and reconnecting as a family. Don't take this time to be sad and gloomy. Take this time to reconnect and invest in yourself as an individual. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening to Finding Identity Outdoors. Tune in next week.